Welcome to the official podcast for the Bible quizzing program of the Pentecostals of Marshall. This podcast is a resource for our Bible quizzers and Bible quiz families with the goal of producing knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of the scriptures that are being memorized. Glory to God. Welcome to the podcast. We have a whopper of a doctrine to talk about today. I'm not sure if you're ready for this or not. I'm not sure if I'm ready for this or not. I'm going to try to introduce the doctrine to you, but I'm going to have to take a really big breath here to get it all in, okay? Here we go. The one mighty God was manifest, that means revealed, in the flesh as Jesus Christ, both God and man, and the fullness of the Godhead dwelling in him. Wow, that is a mouthful. Okay, well let me try to unpack this for you. First of all, the one mighty God was manifested, that means revealed, in the flesh as Jesus Christ, or the one mighty God was revealed in the flesh as Jesus Christ. You got it? Okay. In the last episode, we talked about God being an invisible spirit, but the Bible also teaches that the invisible God manifested himself. Remember, that means revealed himself, or he made himself visible in the flesh of Jesus Christ. God actually robed himself in flesh and became a man. Just like you put your clothes on every day, the invisible God put some flesh on and he became a man. The prophet Isaiah actually prophesied about this way before it happened in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. Can you quote it? Let's see if you got it. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Did you get it? If you got it, make sure and give yourself a point. See, Isaiah was prophesying about a baby being born and he said that his name would be the mighty God and the everlasting father. So who was he talking about? This baby that was being born. Let's see, who could it be? Oh yeah, that's right. He was talking about Jesus being born. Jesus is the mighty God and the everlasting father. And we get an even better understanding when we read the story of Jesus' birth in Matthew chapter 1. I'll read it to you a few verses here, beginning at verse number 20. But while he, this is Joseph, while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, 
and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, And can you quote what Matthew 1.23 says had been prophesied? Okay, this is the prophecy that was fulfilled. Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. If you got that one right, give yourself another point. This teaches us that when people looked at Jesus, they were seeing God. He was both God and man. Can you quote what Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 30? Jesus said, I and my Father are one. If you got that one right, give yourself another point. And what about what Jesus told Philip in John chapter 14, verses 8 and 9? Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Verse 9, Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Jesus was saying, Philip, when you have seen me, you have seen the Father. You are seeing the mighty God, and not just part of him. You're seeing the fullness of the Godhead. He is not just a God or just a portion of God. He is the fullness and completeness of the one almighty God. At least two of your verses teach this. Let's see if you can quote them. First, Colossians chapter 1, verse 19. Colossians 1, 19. For it pleased the Father that in him should all the fullness dwell. And of course, him is Jesus. It pleased the Father that in Jesus should all the fullness dwell. If you got that one right, give yourself another point. Now, let's see if you can do Col Colossians chapter 2, verse 9. Colossians chapter 2, verse 9. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Again, him is Jesus. In Jesus dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. If you got that one right, give yourself another point. I hope the points are adding up here. Okay, let's do one more scripture to wrap this episode up. See if you can quote 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16.
Okay, here it is. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. If you got this scripture right, give yourself another point. And let me ask you a few questions. Let's figure out who this is talking about. It says that God was, God was, God was manifest in the flesh. So who was this fleshly manifestation? It was Jesus Christ. If you got that right, give yourself a point. Who was justified in the spirit? It was Jesus Christ. If you got that right, give yourself a point. Who was seen of angels? Hmm, seems like there were some angels that came and were singing a song when he was born or something like that. Who, who was that? Oh, it was Jesus Christ. If you got that right, give yourself a point. Who was preached unto the Gentiles? Oh, who was all the gospel about? Let's see, the death, the burial, the resurrection. Oh, that's right. Jesus Christ. If you got that right, give yourself a point. Who was believed on in the world? I think you might be getting the pattern now. It was Jesus Christ. Give yourself another point. Who was received up into glory? Well, of course, it was Jesus Christ. If you got it right, give yourself another point. I hope you have a lot of points now. Jesus Christ is obviously the subject of these specific events listed in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse number 16. But the Apostle Paul says that it was God. So this scripture teaches us that Jesus Christ is God manifest. Remember, that means revealed in the flesh. Jesus Christ is God revealed in the flesh. The invisible God revealed in visible form. Parents, welcome to your segment here. This is a longer episode than normal, so this will be brief. But, you know, there's so much confusion among those who call themselves Christian concerning the Godhead and the identity of Jesus Christ. And this is due to error in the teaching and traditions of man, which stem to a compromise with those who worshipped multiple deities. And the Bible warns us about the traditions of men directly relating to the deity of Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 2, verse number 8 says, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. And then verse 9, For in him, in Christ, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Understanding the identity of Jesus Christ is absolutely fundamental to who we are, what we believe as apostolics. Jesus Christ is God manifest in the flesh. To comprehend the, the mystery of godliness, we must recognize that Jesus Christ had a dual nature. He was both God and man. And as God, he created all things. He, he knows all things. He judges all things. And as a man, he experienced the same emotions, the same temptations that are common to all men, yet he remained sinless and became the perfect sacrifice for our sins. He was fully God and yet fully man. Jesus Christ is Emmanuel, God with us.
Thank you so much for listening today. I want this podcast to be a blessing to our Bible quizzing program, and I hope that you enjoy it. I'd love to have some feedback from you on the show. If you're listening on the Anchor app on your mobile device, you can leave me a voice message directly in the application. If you're listening on your podcast application of choice, whether it be Apple iTunes or Overcast or another application, feel free to email any questions or feedback to the first follower plus sign bq at gmail.com again that's t-h-e the number one s-t follower plus sign bq for bible quizzing at gmail.com and if you whether quizzers or parents have a good question or comment it could even be featured on the next episode thank you for listening and have a great day